We hear all these stories about people getting really sick and then their lives drastically changing. Guess what, here's another one. So in 2016, I got pretty sick and I could not get rid of this cold that was seemingly just a common cold. It kept coming and going and it kept getting worse and worse until I started developing asthma. It got to the point where I had to admit to myself that maybe there was something more going on, that maybe there was something in my energetic system that was preventing me from truly getting better and getting back into my energetic rhythm, my energetic flow. Something had to give. I was sharing this with a friend one day and she recommended I see a shamanic energy healer. So I went to this shamanic energy healer and a whole new world opened up. It felt like coming home. It felt like remembering the truths of who I am and what I already know, but I needed reminding of. Suddenly the world felt less scary, less alone, and my life is now driven by my inner knowing, not by fear. My name is Madeline Corliss. I am the creator of the Energy Studio. Welcome to the Energy Studio podcast. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm, you know, it's, it's so funny because I was thinking how, uh, it's the end of your day and it's the beginning of mine. <laughs> so I feel like we're at different ends. I'm kind of wishing that it was the beginning. I've got <laughs> so much to do. Oh my God. That's my list today. I have, um, I use Trello and so I have, it has like a count and my to-do list has 22 things on it today. I was like, really? That's a lot. How did that happen? I have to like push things to tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah. Exactly. Um, oh well, thank you so much for having me on. It's thank really, you so much for really coming. Excited on. to be there. This is. I'm so excited. This is going to be wonderful. So, uh, a quick introduction. I always like to read it because I never want to miss anything. So, a little bit about Lulu. Uh, since starting her career in fashion 20 years ago, Lulu has been helping women and men to transform their lives by transforming their wardrobe. Establishing her style knowledge with 15 years working in the retail industry, managing some of London's biggest flagship stores, and combining all of this with a degree from London College of Fashion, she now runs her own style agency, serving private and corporate clients. Having worked with some of the biggest international brands, Tresemme, Triumph Lingerie, Soho House, and Karen Millen. She is passionate about spreading her message of empowering style and is often asked to train others to do so. You may have seen her appearing on ITV and BBC, where she talks about the importance of style as a self-care tool. And this work has led her to be taken to New York Fashion Week as a future leader of the fashion industry by Tresemme, and to have her face on some of their hairspray bottles, which is just <laughs> such a fun fact that's awesome um and most recently she has taken her online or she has taken her work online where she runs courses and workshops helping women reclaim their identity harness their power and step into their future with confidence and that is how lulu and i know each other because i did her project me summer styling course and simultaneously i was starting this uh energy healing business and I was so beautifully surprised by the transformations that occurred both in the other people in the group, but also in myself. And I was definitely anticipating like an exterior transformation and it's mm -hmm. like a huge interior uh, transformation. And I want to know about that. <laughs> yeah. And I posted a little bit in our group about it, yeah. uh, about this day. There was one day where I decided to walk to a coffee shop and like get dressed and look great. And uh, as I was walking down the street, I was like, wow, I actually feel uncomfortable because I know I look good. 
And I was like, wow, that's something that needs some healing. So I like paid attention to that and did some self-healing about it and, uh, and was like, wow, I like, it is perfectly safe for me to be seen and I want to be seen. And since then, I feel like I've been able to really step into myself and really step into um, that power and feel empowered, partially because of what I'm wearing, which yeah. is awesome. And even and it's, it's so fascinating, like how, yeah. how this whole thing of, and there's this fight always between like, I want to be seen, but I don't necessarily feel comfortable. And a lot of the time, it's not the thing of being a, a coach isn't just about being like okay here's here's how you can be seen and look great which is mm-hmm. wonderful and that's a huge part of it but then it's like and then how do you feel how do you become comfortable with getting the compliments how do you feel comfortable with actually now people seeing you which mm-hmm. you have every right to be seen and you need and as women we need to be seen more and mm-hmm. you know we want to have the the success that only being seen will give us yes um so it's it's a really really fascinating but I'm so happy for you yeah I think there was a hot guy involved in the story there was a hot guy involved in the story and uh a big part of that was the confidence of me being like wait I know I look good so like I'm gonna talk to this hot guy in line at the coffee shop yeah that was the first time in my life I've ever done that so uh that was like a very big transformation yes first of many and it was fun to have uh, a group of other people who were going on this journey to be able to write to and be like guys I did a thing I know I did did a thing I'm so excited yeah yeah and for them to understand why that was big um yeah that was so special uh something that's been coming up a lot with my clients is this huge shift in uh, what we want to be doing in our lives and who mm-hmm. we want to be showing up as and a deeper understanding mm-hmm. of that. And I think that transforming your style and not even transforming, but like stepping into your own style yeah. is such a big part of that and like of the full embodiment of it. Yes, that's such a nice way of putting it. I think maybe transformation gets thrown around a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but it is, it is, it's that stepping into the person you already know that's kind of, ticking on under there and you're kind of you feel disconnected from it and you're kind of like oh, she's in there yeah yeah <laughs> I, just, I just want to get closer I want to understand her and see it be born in it not just to be this kind of wish that we want um I had heard a lovely phrase from I think it was my coach who said anything you um you crave in life you um deserve to see appear mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, yes, all those moments in your life where you're like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or, oh, doesn't she look great? Oh, that could never be me. That should be like a little alarm bell that goes, oh, I crave that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I deserve to kind of give it my focus to to become that person. Yeah. Because obviously it spoke spoke to something that's, that's maybe missing in me. Yeah, I love that. I've uh, also been saying the phrase a lot, uh, as above, so below. Like once it's like the thoughts are not, they're not random. Like we have them for a reason. There are desires. There are things that we can bring into this world from the mental world. Um, yeah, amazing. So I want to jump into a few questions. So um, how did you get into styling? And also what was there like a a slow shift or like a big like aha moment of shifting the focus to using it as a tool of self-care and uh empowerment 
So I think it really started when I was very, very young. Um, mm-hmm. I remember doing dressing up my Barbies and doing fashion shows <laughs> with them. So I think that was always something I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum and my gran were really into um, getting, you know, dressed and always had the right outfit for the right occasion and really enjoyed clothing. Um, so I think there was a good foundation there. And it was definitely something at school. I kind of never felt like I like I got on with everyone, but mm-hmm. kind of didn't feel like I completely fitted in. And yeah. clothing for me was such an exciting... I used to kind of... The moments I could take my uniform off and come into school and just like show up and then probably be completely inappropriate <laughs> with what I was wearing. <laughs> uh, I really, really enjoyed. Um, I started though my kind of retail career when I was about 15 at a store in I grew up in I'm Scottish but I grew up in Yorkshire I left Scotland when I was 10 and I my first job was in a shop called Russell and Bromley which was is like very nice you know shoes very good quality shoes you ever see them vintage they'll be very good quality um and I was you're meant to know me when you start that job you go straight up to the kids department and you start there and they actually put me straight into the, the ladies department and I was basically you know had all these beautiful shoes that I was wearing and I just found this absolute love of beautiful things I think first of all I think that kind of maybe felt a little bit unseen and clothing helped me to to be seen a bit more when I was younger so my retail career started when I was very young and I started helping like my best friends get dressed they would all have my cast off of clothes um you know and I was styling them from a really really young age um my career then continued and I ended up um I was meant to go do philosophy at Newcastle that was my meant to be my degree and then I was like what am I doing (laughs) oh I don't think this is what I want to do so I moved to I moved to France then I came back then I moved to London and uh, I started working for a company called Hobbs which was all very tailored um, kind of a lot of work wear occasion wear but really learned a lot about proportions tailoring body shape Um, I learned how to teach all of that and worked my way up through through the through the company so that was yeah very much the kind of um, the foundation years of learning how to dress people and crazy enough I just had a client who I met and I start I used to dress her when I was like well 21 22 oh she's goodness. now um, the CEO of a bank <laughs> a financial director maybe I think I can't remember exactly her title but anyway, top dog at a bank in the UK now and she got back in contact and she was like hey um, yeah I've been waiting to kind of give you a call you know we met 10 15 years ago or something like that I've been following you we've become friends on Facebook and just as a note a side note because I know a lot of your audience are people that maybe are starting out and shifting Mm -hmm. um, potentially you know their businesses is um, that was a real moment of no moment is wasted things always come back connections Mm -hmm. that you never thought you know people doing the work for you talking about you from a distance that you, you know so can you hear me okay yeah, yeah, yeah someone just yeah, yeah. said call me oh great thanks <laughs> maybe maybe it was a an, an, an person you knew from 10 years ago maybe <laughs> <laughs> um so so that was happening but then I, I also wanted to get off the shop floor I felt like there was more I, again I had more to prove and um I love being on the shop floor but it didn't feel even though I was 
running a large team and flagship stores just didn't feel like it was my calling it was enough um so I went to to study at London College of Fashion and I did fashion marketing there and I did really well I got a first um and did a lot around sustainable fashion um but I loved a whole kind of um the whole thing around um kind of tribal wear that not in that is in the different tribes that have kind mm-hmm. of gone on through society and how clothing has been the thing that has shaped that identity and how they express who they are and you know so that was amazing to be part of that and just to to think oh my god like I'm I'm a fashion person I'm oh I'm at this really prestigious university because I never really thought I was cool enough to be honest with you I think that was always the thing I I never felt I was never the one of the cool kids at school and I never felt felt that so that was really an amazing experience um and then I thought I was going to leave retail and then I ended up getting sucked back in um and then I worked for Hobbs for longer and I started launched their new flagship store and again incredible experience dressing I mean I must have dressed thousands upon thousands upon thousands of women Mm -hmm. you know and this is that is what hones your your technique. It's just that experience, you know, getting yourself out there. So that was an inc- incredible time. Uh, then I went to work for anthropology for five years, um, and that was great because it kind of took me out of that more traditional dressing, helped me to kind of get in contact with new brands, give me variety. And I just look back now and I just think, wow, nothing is wasted. No experience yeah. is really is wasted. It's all something that kind of builds you towards the dream um the big shift for me though was leaving london so i left london five uh a bit years ago um i moved to a place called brighton on the on the coast um so it's about an hour out of london and i had a baby and i put on a lot of weight and i suffered with postnatal depression and anxiety and I really lost the sense of who I was and I was quite shocked at how it went mm-hmm. I just thought I would pop back uh oh here I am and I was just like oh my god I'm meant to be creating a business where I'm going to style other people mm-hmm. and I don't even know what to wear and I look at my body and I hate it and I'm ashamed and I feel like I'm not being successful at anything so I I kind of thought well I suppose my first client has to be myself Mm. I have to just get myself in order and I have to work out how to look after my body I have to work out how to get dressed I have to work out like I was so good and I think when you're a nurturing kind caring person sometimes it's so easy to help others and sort them out mm-hmm. and the healing for me has been actually learning to was to sort myself out I had to really learn all those skills I was teaching other people how to do it for myself mm-hmm. um and I think that is why now I can help people get unstuck yeah because actually I've unstuck myself it hasn't always actually been that I thought my body was a bit of a weird shape I never thought it was that easy to dress um so I've always loved the clothes but it's never been I have had to teach myself techniques Mm -hmm. um and I then realized it's I knew it's power but I then I have to because I then went and studied as a coach and I've done coaching for years so it's really helped me to make a very holistic experience and making sure that you know the the wellness how do we have how in our beings are we well that well-being I'm really fascinated Mm -hmm. by that and um using clothes as that tool to a happier future I love that that's and it's so in alignment with all the things that you teach as well um that's a relief (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh I've got my friend from New York calling me now so um so funny 
Sarah, you should be watching me on Instagram. <laughs> um, so if, I mean, I think you already touched on this, but like the principles behind the importance of this and also uh, like if a skeptic was like, I don't believe that, like, what would you say to them? Okay, I would say to you, I do like doing this nice little exercise. I'd like you all to shut your eyes. And I would like you to kind of just put your attention into your feet. And I would like you to imagine that three different pairs of shoes are in front of you right now. And uh, perhaps you own them all. Perhaps you uh, own two of them and there's a dream pair. And I'd just like you to imagine yourself stood up for a moment. I'd like you to think about putting your feet into one of those pairs of shoes. And just how do you hold yourself? How does it make you, what do you want to go and do now? Are you maybe in some trainers and you're wanting to go and run around and you're a bit more energetic, a bit more like kind of relaxed? Um, or maybe, you know, and then I want you to kind of go, go into the second pair of shoes. And I'd like these shoes to be a bit more of a kind of a favorite pair, something that you really, oh, oh, when you put them on, oh my goodness, people better watch out because you are, you're going to, you're going to really knock it out of the park. And then I'd like you to put on a pair that, uh, you've maybe had yeah your eye on that you've not yet purchased or you saw on someone else a pair that you've been dreaming about you used to own that you've been dreaming about and I want you to just see the different energy of who you are in those different pairs of shoes see how those different shoes help you to stand differently help your mindset with how you're going to go and tackle your day help you or maybe don't support your actual practical day-to-day -day, um life you know those crazy heels I mean I've just bought some amazing but ridiculous boots that I'm just gonna have to get taxis everywhere but whatever I feel whatever so uh you know they they really shift your belief in who you are um and that's just on a really small scale um, and I think also practically, if we're surrounded by clutter and we're surrounded by it's all everything kind of reflects back to us, our sense of self-worth and our sense of clarity and who, who we're becoming. And if we are just seeing cluttered life around us and it's kind of not cohesive and doesn't match with who we are, then we're going to that's going to reflect the rest of our life. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that understanding how to express who we are um, and you know within your world of energy it's unblocking yeah the energy isn't it it's getting that like I just see people realign yeah. with themselves I've got one client she was on here a minute ago actually she was on the course and I <laughs> I mean she is she's doing a very good job of getting an a-star student uh mark because she has I mean since doing the course she's gone for a new job she's got the job the job she never thought she could get she's completely changing her life and it's just because she now looks in the mirror and actually reflects the person she knows is in there yeah she's not looking in the mirror and going well this is a disappointment isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah so it's just it, it just it realigns people um and it's just such a mood shifter Definitely. I uh, actually had an experience this week where I decided for the first time in my adult life, I was like, it's time for me to get a car. And I had all of these uh, thoughts about like, am I ready to get a car? Am I ready to do this? Like I live in this city that doesn't seem practical, but like given the current state of the world, I was like, I want to do this. Yeah. And 
one of the things that I did for myself was I got dressed in a great outfit and I was like, I'm going to go and they are going to look at me and trust that I should own a car. Like that is what I'm walking in with. And I walked through the basement and my dad was like, you look nice. And I was like, yes, I do. I'm going to get a car. (laughs) But the most important thing is that you trusted Mm -hmm. that you could go get a car. Yeah. I've just come off a call with a client and it was all about how how she wants to be perceived mm-hmm. and it's so much easier if I was to say to you so how do you want to be perceived you could tell me a list of it mm-hmm. so then if you take away the well how do you want them to perceive you and make it about how, and that's actually how you want to be you want to perceive yourself mm-hmm. there's so much power in that so you were like you had that self-belief and then they saw it in you yeah I'm a total believer but <laughs> So, um, you're, and you're also a car owner soon or about very soon yes it's yeah. and that's another thing is I mean I also got very lucky they are a wonderful dealership but they have been working very hard with me to get me great deals on things and I was like they have the belief in me too and I think it's because I went in with the belief in myself yeah and that's standard I think mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's around um becoming better at raising our expectations and our standard yes for ourselves so your standard has got higher so their standard has got higher for you mm-hmm. they think yeah. all right well I better you know we better do a good job I mean if you turned up and you, like, you didn't care they'd be like well then why should I care yeah um so for somebody who might be watching this and is like I have no idea where to even start <laughs> like my closet is a mess and I don't know what I want to look like what are some applicable tips I there's a few things so I think first thing is um it's always just seek inspiration so mm-hmm. what the find two or three images on Pinterest or in magazines or if you're in a city like New York go and get a coffee and just watch the streets mm-hmm. um what uh what lights you up what are you drawn to and if you can't even do that then what start with what you don't like Mm. you know even that can help you get clarity but ideally what you are drawn to and three images that you can just be like yeah I love that style that really excites me and interests me that's the first thing Mm -hmm. the second thing I would say is have a look in your own wardrobe closet and pick out an item that again lights you up and that Mm -hmm. you can um feel like you know what I'm really proud to own this so what was when we were working together I'm sure we probably did some we did do something like this we were doing icons weren't we but what do you have an item that really like you're just like I'm really pleased to own this um I have some shoes I I love shoes Uh, and I end up wearing sneakers most of the time in Mm -hmm. the city uh but I have these green suede booties that are crazy high heel and they have a little bow in the back and they're just beautiful and I love them. And what do they say about you? Uh, they say she's fierce. And uh, I also feel super confident wearing them. Like they are confident shoes. Yeah. So th- you can start to get this sense of, oh, this is me. Mm-hmm. This is me. This is me. I, I like things that are a little bit more fierce. Mm-hmm. I like things that have got, you had that really cute little green play suit on the other day. In the, yes, my rompers. Yeah, love. I mean, that kind of thing is like, when, again, that standard we were talking about, you're like, okay, so I need to start raising my standard mm-hmm. in this is me and go, okay, so I'm only going to do kind of fierce, confident stuff. Mm-hmm. It needs to also then 
marry up with being practical in your life so of course we'll have the boots that are high heels maybe be harder to walk in or the things that we'll not wear all the time but you can still get those clothes practically as well so really get clear on this is me so I actually made a list when I was feeling so fuzzy and stuck I made a list on what I liked so I had I think I chose three or four items I remember I had this blue leather um backpack and I wrote what I liked about it so I wrote that it was luxurious it was good quality it was practical day to day um and it was quite minimalist in style Mm. and just by um sorry my battery was down um I have to charge in a moment by writing those four things it was like this little reminder of ah this is me so that when I went shopping it had to tie in with that I then went into my got my a lot of my basics sorted Mm -hmm. so I first thing I went and bought was a pair of tailored trousers so got out of my jeans I then but if you love skirts go and find yourself one amazing skirt uh I then uh what did I buy next tailored trousers definitely got that sorted some nice you know good like nice blouse or top that you can wear that just again if you are going to wear jeans at least you're not in your jeans and your t-shirts mm-hmm. and then made sure that when I was in my jeans and my t-shirt they were really good quality so the yeah. basics were elevated um but yeah that's that's kind of where I would I would start I love that and something that uh I have been living by too that we talked about in the course was um was dress for the energy that you want to have that day. Um, yeah. so that's been a huge one for me where like, I have noticed so many days in quarantine where I'm like, I am so tempted to just put on my sweats because I'm not seeing anybody. But then I think about the things that I want to accomplish that day. And I have to realign with like, okay, is what I'm wearing going to support that? And uh, if it's not, then changing into an outfit that makes me feel capable of doing all those things. You're a great student. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. It's you thinking of your wardrobe as this tool. Like mm-hmm. so, if you are feeling um, flat, you don't need to need, you add more flat to it. You want to add something that lifts you. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean you get dressed in a ball gown, although that might help. I had a client who was had all these incredible shoes, but was working from home, and I was like, well, just wear them under your desk or have them beside you under your desk. You know. Yeah. Still, you know, admire them. They can give you that extra little boost that you need. Uh, but it is so important. When I've spoken with very successful women, they the, the single key kind of thing that they're able to do is they are able to choose the energy that they turn up with and that they bring to the room. Mm-hmm. They know how to do that. They know how to kind of um, manipulate, it's too strong a word, but just be in control of how they are turning up and it's really important don't think that your full energy has to get you there Uh, like today for instance I had a lot of calls and even though I'm in black this silk shirt just makes me feel so kind of like I don't know I feel a bit like a wonder woman with the cake style it kind of just the silkiness makes me feel very um, focused and it it just I don't know I feel elegant in it which gives me a very different energy to feeling like and gets me out of my my mum mode because I've got a a daughter so Mm -hmm. I sometimes need to shift out of mum mode and into work yeah I love that and I love that top um (laughs) so to wrap up if people are interested in working with you further how can they work with you where can they find you 
Well, on Lou Story underscore stylist, um, I have got, like I said, I have got a workshop coming up on the 5th, which is a really nice entry. If you've not worked with a stylist before and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do, then I would really recommend you come and sign up for that. We've got an early bird offer on, I think, for the next 10 days. Um, and it just means that you can learn how to edit your overwhelming wardrobe and start getting clear on your body shape and what suits you and really know that it isn't, you know, your body isn't wrong. If you're not fitting your clothes, it's because the clothes are wrong. So really taking that pressure off yourself in that way. Um, and also um, it will be a great place for you just to reset how you want to feel about yourself and get clear on what you want your wardrobe to do for you. So I would really recommend that. It'll be a great place. So that's on the 5th of September. Um, come and join us there. And of course, if you want some virtual one-to-one -one support, then just drop me a DM um, and we can jump on a call. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, thank you so much for having Amazing. me. I'm so excited thank to you, so you and your business and your journey. Thanks. And I think, you know, it is so challenging when the course that you kind of had set yourself maybe comes comes to an end or comes to a block or screeching halt. <laughs> screeching halt. Yeah. But this will build so much resilience mm. and will get you onto a path that maybe you would have taken a lot longer to get onto. Yeah. So um I you know congratulations on this. Um I think it's wonderful what you're doing and yeah keep it up. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and other than that, thank you so much, Lulu. This was so wonderful. Thank Have you. a lovely evening. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Energy Studio Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, send it to a friend, spread the word, click subscribe, click like. I don't really know how all this stuff works on the podcast world, but do all of the things to support it. And if you would like more information about the Energy Studio, about shamanic practices, or you'd like to set up a free one-on-one -on -one consultation, head on over to my website, the-energy-studio.com. Or you can head over to our Instagram, which is at the period energy period studio if you liked the music at the beginning of this episode head on over to anywhere where music is listened to and or sold and check out the heartstrings project or you can also follow them on instagram at the heartstrings project they're freaking awesome so head on over and check them out